Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Life with Riley. Actually, it's Forbes Factor, uh, although it does feel like my life. I'm sitting with Pamela Donnelly, old, old, not old friend, dear friend. Um, <laughs> you're going to recognize her from soaps, from television. I'm sitting here in Los Angeles, and we're playing the game, Where's Forbes Riley? And I think I have a whole new reality show where I reached out to my friends around the country because I've been traveling. I know you guys follow me. And I said, hey, who would like to host me and Josh? And Pamela was one of the amazing people who reached out because my new theory is that I can stay in hotels. I've been doing it my whole life. But I don't connect with people. Right. And I'm sad about that. So now I'm just going to come and crash on your couch. <laughs> everybody say hi to Ms. Pamela. Pamela, tell everybody who you are. Hey, everybody. I'm Pamela Donnelly. I'm actually a college admissions specialist these days. I've spent the last 22 years uh, building a couple of different businesses, helping parents get their kids into college. But yeah, you're right. We were both back in the day in New York City. Forbes was on Broadway. I was on soap operas, One Life to Live, All My Children. Oh, my goodness. Were you wait, around? Tell, wait, tell the people the characters that you played. Because okay. a lot of my fans, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, One Life to Live, Clover Wilde from Avery, Tennessee. She was a gold digger with a heart heart of gold, but she mostly wanted gold from the men that she dated. That was, name you know, is Clover? Clover Wilde, right? Like, you can't, with an E at the end of Wilde. You just can't make this up. Um, and then All My Children, um, I was in a storyline with Susan Lucci. Um, I played her brother's girlfriend, who... Was yeah. a, oh, a drug addiction. I yeah. seduced Mark back into drugs. I, I waved little packets of cocaine and said, on television? On television. And I said, come on, Mark, oh. you know, you want it. I mean, you can't make this up. This, no. was, this was my life in my 20s. Thank God I got a college degree and now do something with a little bit more dignity. Well, and that's one of the reasons that she's on the show. Also, let's just take a moment and talk about, I've got a set of 16-year-old twins. You've got three beautiful daughters. Tell us a little bit about them. Okay. So my oldest is Hannah Shaw. She's known online as the Kitten Lady. So go to kittenlady.org. Wait, wait. She has a million followers. Yeah, more than that. Yeah. She's got a three-book deal with Penguin. Super proud. Annabelle's an, uh, my youngest. Hannah, my oldest. Let's go back to Hannah. My well, Slow down a little bit. Slow down. No, no, no. By okay. the way, I said, I said Annabelle, and I was like, oh, wait. I was talking about Hannah. I have three daughters, you guys. It's a lot to keep track of. Hannah Shaw, Kitten Lady. Uh, yeah, she's about 1.5 million followers. So look at her on Instagram, Kitten X Lady on Insta. Um, and she's a neonatal kitten warrior. She helps uh, educate people about um, animal rescue and in particular for the most vulnerable felines. So kitten. I thought, uh, me. I, thought I was the most vulnerable feline, but I guess not. <laughs> You know, it's, it's a beautiful platform and you'll enjoy just beautiful pictures of kittens, but also you learn a lot. So that's Hannah. Very proud of her work as, you know, as, a, as an educator and an author and such cool stuff. And my second daughter, Lily, who you met. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Lily, so, the future Broadway rock star. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Lily sings opera. She's a singer, dancer, actress, uh, plays piano as well. Um, she's getting ready to have the lead role in Little Shop of Horrors here in LA. And so proud of Lily. She's 20. She's finishing up her uh, associate's degree at a local college. And then my youngest is Annabelle. She's 18 and she's also in college. So just so proud of all my girls. Well, so one, you're going to, we're going to talk a lot. We got a, a lot of guests on the show. Today's pretty much a great call-in show. And what we're going to do is not only does she have three beautiful daughters, but she's a specialist when it comes to, I'm going to reach over here, getting your kids into college. And that is a priority for me now as my twins are juniors, which may even be a little too late, but we'll, we'll be fine. Uh, 
and all and with all the the college scandals right now. We're in Hollywood. A lot of our actor friends are dealing with this. And so I want to have that conversation. Next, I've also got, we're going to talk about the launch of my new magazine, which is happening today. Very excited about Forbes Living and how you can be a part of that. So I would love you to start by just, I'm going to give you the camera for a second. I want you to share with everybody out there it, why college? Is it good, bad, indifferent? Should you go into debt? And then how do you get into it? And then we'll talk about, and also tell them why that's so important to you and what you do. So I'll sure. step out for one second and sure. give you the whole microphone. Oh my goodness. The pressure is on. Hi, everybody. Um, so, you know, we're living in a time where there's a lot of pressure on so many students. They are feeling that, you know, they're supposed to go into debt. I would argue the answer to that question is no. Heck no. Why would you go into debt? There are ways to strategize. And really, my books uh, are on that topic. So if you want to go on Amazon and look up Pamela Donnelly, you'll see my books. Um, you know, I, t I, I write for parents to help them understand the process, a step-by-step -step process for getting your kids into college without you going broke or crazy, uh, which really can happen these days. Um, the debt piece happens when you take out a bunch of loans. And the way that you can avoid taking out loans is by leveraging merit-based financial aid. And so, you know, my specialization for the last 22 years has been really building a, a program. Um, Gate College System is uh, my most recent uh, company that I have founded, openthegate.us. You can take a look at what we're doing there. We're bringing a solution. Uh, this is not a, a sales pitch, by the way. You can't buy Gate. <laughs> um, it is something that comes into the public schools. I'm on a mission to increase equitable access to higher education for students in public schools coming from underserved backgrounds. So it's not enough. My first business here, Valley Prep, you know, it's, it's very expensive to work with people who have a lot of experience. My, I've got 40 members of my team. Um, Ivy League level state certified educators have created GATE and most families can't afford this, right? So our goal is to bring that into the public schools. Um, so that's kind of exciting. Um, should you take on debt? No, you should get educated so that your kids don't have to just take a bunch of loans and spend the next 30 years, 40 years paying them off. You know, get free money. That's, I like free money. Do you I like love free money? Yes, yes, free yes. Free money's good. Well, and in fact, you're going to love my, my first guest. She's actually a student client and friend of mine, and we're going to do something crazy tomorrow night. Uh, Shelly, are you out there? I am over here. Can you guys hear me? We can. So Shelly's got two little ones. They're like little pocket size. They like literally fit in your hands right oh. now. How old are the girls? They will, one will be six next month and the other just turned two. Okay, Aww. so she's not thinking about college just yet, but you will. When you see her three amazing daughters, one's got a million fans on Instagram. I mean, seriously, the other is going to be this super Broadway star. So we have a lot to look forward to. And mine are still in that phase. And you're still going, I'm taking cute pictures of mine. <laughs> but Shelly is amazing. I invited her today because this is about, actually, it's women in red. We're empowering, and then we just need to slow down a second. We are about empowering women. There is a funny thing happening at the moment where it started a little bit with the Me Too, and it's a little bit with who the female candidates are running for president. But apparently, we as a culture woke up and said, wow, women are smart, funny, amazing, but they're also people, business people who have rights. We are not somebody's arm candy, somebody's wife or daughter or girlfriend. We are as people as the men are people, right, Shelly? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, now she works in a, she works actually in the defense contracting world around like where are you right now by the way? I'm actually just in Ohio. So for once I'm not around the world and I'm in the same time zone as my kids. So that's an anomaly. What is changing in terms of women becoming and I don't want to say stronger, just becoming people or noticed or taken not taken for granted. What do, what do you think shifted in your world or what's starting to shift? 
I think it's just um, having a voice and actually being heard. And more than that is that the women that I am interacting with are starting to find their voice. You know, I think there are a few women out there historically who were born to just have that voice. And against all of the societal hurdles, they are willing to speak out and they have the courage to speak out. But most don't. And I think, thankfully, for this, you know, everything that's starting to happen and build on each other, the compound effect of, you know, the Me Too movement and, and really women's right is starting to pivot and, and kind of going on to the next level of growth, right? And, and with Forbes, absolutely, we talk about this all the time. I'm lucky to have been raised where I always felt empowered. It's probably a little bit of personality as well, but I am so passionate about just lifting other women up around the world, really, because I interact with women around the world um, and knowing that if they had a power, this whole, the whole world would be a better place because it's more than half of the population solving problems, making everything better. So that's really what I see shifting in the world is women starting to really find their voice. So we were both actresses in a world where we were sharing the story last night about agents chasing us around the desk with no names. But what what was the vibe? Of, what do you think about that? Because, you, you know, you talked about being blonde and beautiful and not being taken seriously. And by the way, she's a massive educator. Where do you come to understand the level of what she's doing? It will blow your mind. Well, I mean, geez, that's a, that's a bit much to live up to. I am working on a PhD, so I feel like right now that... Uh, getting that doctorate level work and then sharing that information of what I'm doing to help solve the problem for student debt in America with the U.S. Department of Education is, is really where my focus is right now in my work. But to answer this question, listen, we all know what it feels like to be objectified, to be seen as a physical entity and to be underestimated for everything that we can bring that can actually help heal this world. And I see as women, I love what you just said. Thank you, Shelly. The thing about our voices, right? Mm-hmm. Like right on from Ohio to LA. High five. <laughs> yes. Yeah, high five. Voices. And, and we must advocate. And, and the way we use that vocal advocacy is each of us has our own piece of the garden to hoe, our own lane that we're called. But you can't say the word garden to hoe with women. Okay, well, it just doesn't sound right. All right, so I reject <laughs> that gangster kind of definition because this is an implement for gardening. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, garden to, yes, you, yep. know, you know what I meant. Okay. I knew what you meant. <laughs> hey, by the way, not to change the subject, tomorrow night, Shelly and I are going to do something crazy. At, uh, what did we say, 9 o'clock Eastern? Yeah. Yeah, 9 o'clock Eastern on Wednesdays. We've got a little one-hour podcast Zoom thing. And I don't know if I can say it on radio. I might get bleeped. I'm going to tell my my engineers ahead of time. But we have a show called Wake the Fuck Up. Nice. Because we are now... We got into this crazy dialogue about wake the fuck up. What do you not see that's obvious that if you don't pay attention to it can really destroy us as a society? Mm -hmm. So, Shelly, what's one thing we're going to focus on tomorrow night? There's so much. But I think one of the things that we can focus on is really just this whole women's rights thing. And I think it's also about educating people, right? What you had just said was that women are always objectified and it really mutes our voices. And I think. Unfortunately, the prettier you are, actually, or the more physically attractive, the more society assumes that you must not bring anything else to the table, right? If you have a high position job and you're also good looking, people are like, oh, you must have not earned your way up there. And hello, I think hello. That- 
home is yeah, blonde. Yeah. Literally, you got that blonde, beautiful. I mean, I, right? I'm, at this point, I'm. I'm well, thank you for this assumption that I'm beautiful. First of all, let me just start there. But you know, I have founded two companies. Like I, I I'm not interested in trading time for money and working for anyone, man or. or or woman, right? Like, so I have founded two businesses. And one of the most empowering things we can do as women, I think, is to, as you've done, invent yourself, decide what you want your life to look like. And, you know, if people don't like it, then that's fine. But, you know, those aren't your people, right? There are other people who will say, thank you so much for caring about the problems that you're here to solve. And we welcome you bringing your intellect and your heart and your compassion Mm -hmm. and all of this wonderful stuff that we as women can bring. Um, I do want to say, I think that, I think that being physically attractive can be a benefit. I mean, listen, if it opens a door to, to, you want to, you know, not be like, oh, let's all have a pity party for us, everybody, you know, like that's not, you know, that's 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 stupid. So one of the things aside from us just dishing things, by the way, (laughs) if you're watching Facebook, you get to see our faces. It's a much better, really fun way to watch the show. Um, But one of the things that I wanted to talk about was you actually have a stylist because you wanted to create an image. She's on Fox News. She's, I mean, with the whole scandal about colleges and you were very high position. There's a way that she dresses. Now, Shelly deals with men around the world, third world countries. So let's for a second, for all the entrepreneurs listening, is it okay to adjust your image to the environment that you're in as a woman? Shelly, what do you think? I think so, because at the end of the day, I think that you shouldn't mask who you are. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Right? Okay. Uh, at the end of the day, you absolutely should not mask who you are. But at the same time, you want to be effective and you want to be productive. And you need to know who your audience is and how to maximize that effectivity. So if that means adjusting, compromising, really, your style in order to maximize that effect- effectiveness and be most productive while still being yourself, then I think you it's a win-win. Uh, so for me, I think it's always appropriate to adjust so that you can get the job done or the contract signed or the terms that you actually want, um, but not impact what's most important, right? Your values, your integrity, and who you really are. So I think it's a yes. Okay. Um, I would I would agree that it's a yes. I think I see a fluidity of identity. Listen, we all have many facets to ourselves. Um, you know, the world is a stage, as Shakespeare once said, and there's a time and a place. I just got back from India and Dubai. Okay, in Dubai, if I wore this, I would be in jail if I wore this dress in Dubai. You that's must cool. cover your arms. And by the way, you must cover your head in a lot of circumstances. And that's just called being culturally sensitive. I don't feel that that compromises me in any way, shape, or form. Um, when I walk into a boardroom or when I walk into to, to, to raise investment, which I've had to do for Gate, I had to raise a lot of investment to get this thing up and running. And women can raise big money. I mean, I've, I've been successful in raising, you know, a lot of money to make this happen. And I'm grateful for that, you know. But how have I done that? I, I don't walk into a boardroom in this. I walk into a boardroom in usually a blue blazer, white blouse, pearls, heels, and I come in, I am business, and I'm there to take money out of the room so that I can help underserved students in public schools. I make no apology. I know exactly why I'm there. I'm mission-driven. I don't need to walk in in a red dress. Today, I was next to Forbes. I was like, I'm putting on a red dress. I'm sitting next to Forbes. Let's, let's wear a red dress. You know, it's summer. I, I wanted sleepless. It's hot in L.A. right now, guys. You know what? But you also get to, I'm sorry, as a girl, I'm going to enjoy this sexy part. I'm not, anyway, we'll see how, we're not, I'm not a CEO of a multi-million dollar corporation, so who knows. All right, on that note, we've got one minute to break, and uh, we come back, we're going to talk, so we've got some more amazing guests, 
we're launching our magazine. That's the big thing. We've got a bunch of magazine contributors coming on. And uh, I got some awesome sponsors. You guys listening to the Forbes Factor right here with Forbes Riley. Don't go away. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey everybody, it is Forbes Riley here in Los Angeles. Where in the world is Forbes Riley? Hey, I gotta tell you, actually the other night I went to a very cool event. I love people following me. I got an award. I think the award is for, I don't know, whatever outrageous speaker, but it was at this beautiful $12 million mansion given by Prince Max of Luxembourg. It's always kind of cool. And yes, he is single. Uh, not, not that I was noticing, uh, but it was, no, he's actually a dear friend. We raised a lot of money for charity, which is always a fun thing to do. And then I'm coming back because I'm teaching at UCLA. Uh, to, how do you describe, we've both been part of this amazing charity uh, that Dr. Bill Dorfman does every year for a week in Los Angeles. He takes kids from all around the world and offers them this full week scholarship to empower them, introduce them to entrepreneurs, show a completely different lifestyle. They're from Africa, they're from India, they're from Australia. You've spoken at this event. Tell me about your experience. Sure. Um, yeah, when I, I keynoted for them, because what they do on one of the nights is they separate the teenage boys from the teenage girls, and they wanted a female keynote to, to get up and speak and to talk about uh, their leadership and business. Uh, we had, I want to say, 300 or so girls between the ages of 14 and 18 in the room. Um, I presented for about an hour and then we started to Q&A and I was there for another hour and a half and then we all did pictures. And it was very fun. Leap.org is where you can learn about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Bill Dorfman through Ken Rakowski and the Metal Organization. And um, yeah, I said I would love to come out and support. It's a, I do send some of my students from my first business here, Valley Prep Tutoring, um, when they say, what should we do in the summer? I say, check out Leap. You know, it's a place where you can go and, um, and, and develop your leadership skills. It's really very much focused on leadership. So I'm going to spend a fun week there. And then the second thing that's really cool is uh, Joshua got to train a, a wonderful actor who you're going to know now and he's very approachable, but two years from now, you will not be able to touch him. There's a new movie coming out called Wishmen. Uh, Shelly, you know about the Make-A-Wish Foundation? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's an amazing organization started by a guy named Frank Schenkwitz many years ago. They've given about 420,000 wishes to terminally ill children. And this movie is the story of Frank and how this amazing institution came to be. And my friend Andrew Steele plays Frank. He's got the lead. Well, the movie is getting a slow release around the country, and it is the most heartfelt, amazing, if you ever had a dad or wanted one, this is a movie you must see. I cried three times through that. I mean, literally mm. bawled my eyes out. And he does an amazing job. So I ran in. So he and Joshua trained in the gym yesterday, and uh, I just got him to come down and speak to the kids. So a big shout out to Andrew Steele. And if you're within the you know earshot, you must watch Wishmen. I think it's a movie that will change your life. It will open your heart. It will remind you that there's more to do in this world than just you and your small world. And the way Frank has made this a global movement uh, is astounding. I mean, it's one of those stories where, like you need to understand that this is because one man wanted it. And because one little dying child looked at him and said, you know, can I ride on a chip's motorcycle? How silly on the surface, right? But when I talk to people all the time, they always say, well, I want to change the world. This man did. So my question to you as you're listening to today's show, and again, we're going to come back to my two guests. and I've got a bunch more checking in. What one contribution at the end of your life besides your children, a given, by the way, do you, what, what one contribution do you think you would really love to be remembered for if you could? So, Pamela, you're going to go first. Um, I'd like to be remembered as the woman who radically revolutionized secondary education in America so that there was a level playing field for every kid with socioeconomic disadvantages. Wow, okay. That's actually powerful. And you actually are doing that. You've created an online system and a training that's going to not only high-end people, but to public schools. So that by the time, Shelley, that your kids are ready for this, you're going to want to know about GATE and all that she's doing to get into college. Michelle, what's one of yours? I think what I would love to be remembered for at the end of the day is to be the woman who really helped educate the country and the world on uh, health and holistic ways to stay healthy besides just hitting the pills and uh, temporary fixes that don't really work. I think just understanding what you put in your body and how that impacts your health, not just today, not just tomorrow, but for the long run is going to have a big implication, not only from a healthcare system perspective, but economically, because that's a big drain to our society and it's only going to get worse. But if we can just start even grassroots and make an impact on that and people start to really understand and make better choices, we can really change the world. And Shelly does a lot of um, the way she preps her food, the way she raises her family. You know, your kids are in their 20s, mine are in their teens, yours are in the single digits. What's one of the biggest fears you have for your girls as you watch the world evolve? I think it's them believing in so much of the lies that the world tells them. And me not being strong enough to explain to them that those aren't truth they really have to live by. A lot of it does have to do with health because I think if we don't have that, we don't have anything. And then beyond that, it's, you know, it's just happiness. It's what fulfills you and what really matters. I mean, there's nothing more important and they're so influential and it's only getting younger and younger that they start caring about what others think and stuff like that. You know, I love for my children at the end of the day, if they're healthy and they're kind people and they have good values um, and they understand how money works, then I think they're going to have a good, happy life 
without those things, and unfortunately, society doesn't teach you a lot of that stuff, right? And or they give you bad information about things like that, and you live your whole life believing it. And then one day you wake up, maybe in your 40s, you have a midlife crisis because there's an incongruency with what you feel is true versus what the whole rest of the world have told you. And you can't make sense of it. And so I hope that and it's funny because Mila, my older daughter, uh, we call it the treasure uh, map, right? She's obsessed. She's little. So she's obsessed with finding treasure. And she's like, will you give me clues? And I always tell her, I'm like, yes, I'll give you clues because as I continue to educate myself, you know, we try and teach her um, these kind of fundamental thought processes and philosophies that are um, adapted for little kids, but really they, you know, they funnel through for the rest of your life. And we call them, you know, treasure map clues because I hope she takes it with her. And when she's old and gray, she's lived a good life because she's had these clues. So my fear and I hope I can do it. <laughs> I love it. By the way, I'm actually looking at my Facebook here, Shelly. People are, are wondering who you are. Uh, they were actually asking about both of you, which is actually very, very exciting. So before we get to that part, what's one of your biggest fears for your young girls? For my daughters, I, I trust that they understand what it means to be sovereign in the world. That's a word I really love, to be sovereign mm-hmm. in yourself. That. Okay, explain that to people who might yeah. not. So- I love that. Sovereign. A woman in this world needs to be sovereign. You know, Mary Kay, uh, who had the big empire of, of makeup back in the day, had a great quote. She said, a man is not a plan. And I love men, mm-hmm. and I think that you know, uh, relationships are a very important part of life for any woman, but a man is not a plan and a woman needs to be sovereign. We need to be able to take care of ourselves. We need to be able to actualize our own vision. My girls understand that. What I worry about is the ecology. I worry that our world is overpopulated, that the oceans are drying up. I worry about climate change. I worry about plastics and straws and all these things that make me sound very, you know, LA and tree hugger, but I can't help it. I wor- I listen, guys, like if we don't have our health, we don't have anything. If we don't have a planet, we also don't have anything. So yes. that's really, I mean, I'm very committed to, um, you know, helping uh, those types of charities because I think it's important. I watched the most amazing video I've ever seen the other day. A giant manta ray swims up to these two divers and they look at it. He has or she has a little hook under its eye. And it stood there while it let the diver take the hook out. Okay, let me ask you guys a question. I, I had an argument many years ago. Somebody said, you think dogs have souls? Let me tell you something. Every animal, every creature on this planet wouldn't it be a nicer place if we could talk to the animals? This creature somehow knew that a human had arms. Because by the way, if in a different country, that creature would have ended up being lunch. That was a huge risk the creature took. But it had the wherewithal to communicate with another species, and we ended up helping it. If that's true, we've screwed up. We, we need to talk to fish. We, I don't know it sounds crazy. We need to look at animals at a little bit different level and not just think that they're less than us because we eat them, we kill them, we destroy their homes. We do crazy things to them because we don't respect them. And I don't think we even respect each other, but I thought that video, just my mind, has not stopped thinking about how magnificent. Yeah, the objectification of animals and the exploitation of animals parallels the exploitation of women. You know, just this last year, I've been vegetarian for a number of years. Last year, I went vegan. And one of the reasons I went vegan was I started to think about the dairy industry and the female of that species and the exploitation of female cows. They're kept in perpetual pregnancy. The children are taken away and horrible. I mean, if you think about that for a minute. So for me, I would parallel those things. I think 
being being an advocate for female empowerment, you, you know, at some point we also have to look at how we interact with our environment and, and certainly the beautiful sentient beings on this planet. Wow. Okay. And one of my biggest fears, I think, for my kids, the same, I think more about the planet. I think more about uh, what, what are we doing? You know, I think we lucked out. You and I were, because we're the same generation, 80s was a nice year. Remember when the war, the wars stopped? Yeah. Clinton was in office. I don't know, I don't know what he was doing, and I, but I'm not making any judgment. But there was no war. Everything seemed to be nice. I remember thinking I wasn't raised during the Holocaust or World War I or World War II or the Korean or the Vietnam. Those times were nuts as a planet. And it was like quiet. I remember thinking, wow, it's really cool. And then things started changing and technology came in really fast and phones and, and all of a sudden songs are saying words that we were not even allowed to think about. My kids are walking around and go, yo, mother, whatever. I'm like, I'm sorry, what did you just say to me? Mom, it's everywhere. Why, you know, why are you being so like that? I'm like, okay, wow, where's the handbook for being a human right now? And so that's my only fear is that it's all happening so fast mm. that how do we all play catch up? And I think, anyway, that's my thought. Wow. So, Yeah. That's why we do the show, guys. We have, you know, great fun opinions. I've got people all over the world right now, as far away as Malaysia, typing in and asking questions. Um, Shelly, will you tell everybody what you do? Tell me a little bit about who you are. Sure. Hi, everybody. Um, I do. I'm a mom, first and foremost. And I think that is something that I take great pride in because that's probably one of the things that brings me the most joy. But it's not from being mom. Um, I do a lot of things. I work a corporate job. Forbes had alluded to it um, when we were off the air, but I work in the defense industry, a very male-dominated industry, and I essentially work with governments around the world uh, to create economic benefit back to their countries uh, whenever our company makes a sale. And so it's a lot of testosterone, a lot of deal making and a lot of boardrooms um, and project structuring. But I'm good at my job. I'm well respected in the industry. And it's something I take great pride in. And so aside from that, you know, my husband and I, we invest in real estate, because one of the myths that we want to bust is to uh, help others and be an example of that, recognize that you can create wealth through, um, passive income and other investments besides just like you said, trading time for money. And so I'm working for a corporation because I enjoy it. Um, however, at the end of the day, we're also creating other opportunities to be able to really create wealth um, outside of a corporation, which is what society tells you. Um, and anyway, when like you I look said, at Shelly, when you look at Shelly, who who, I mean, literally, you know, do, is that what you think she did for a living? Defense contractor does no. not spring to mind, but I love it. Thank you for, for breaking through those types of barriers. And I apologize that I wouldn't have thought that because right. that's my BS right there. Bingo. I yeah. call BS on myself. I call BS on other people for the way they might project onto any of us or anyone else for that matter. Because we're chicks. I got to tell you, it's the funniest thing. Um, yeah. We're heading off to a break. As she was saying all that, I'm looking at her going, girlfriend, that's not how I would cast you at all. But all right, we're going to go off to a real quick break. Uh, if you're on Facebook, stay tuned. We've got lots more coming up. We've got a lot of people calling in. You're listening to The Forbes Factor right here at Voice America. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. And all my amazing friends. Welcome to the world, Miss Candy Lynn. Candy Lynn is an amazing uh, fitness expert, uh, Image icon. I'm going to call it. That's that's your new thing, my girl. She's an image icon. Because Thank you. She, she is a little unusual. Num- and you know why she's unusual? Look at those you arms. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing, I don't know if you noticed, but we're a little ethnically diverse here, which is kind of cool. Which is awesome. But the cool thing about Miss Candy, which you can't tell, I'm sorry, but I think it's one of the coolest things about her. How tall are you, Miss Candy? Four feet. Four feet. Yes. Awesome. This is a a... One of the most amazing women put in a body. And you know why she's in that body? Because everywhere she goes, people notice her. She, exactly. People kind of notice us. But see, when you get that much attention, you have got to be on your game and have your mission. Right, girl? Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. And I just, yeah. I, I love her. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for putting me on the show. And then I'm very happy. My name is Candy Lynn. I'm from Boston. I'm a beach body coaches and also a Zumba instructor. And over this weekend, um, beach body just have a summit down at Indianapolis. One of the amazing, amazing conference, you know, especially to me. Because the way I look, because I'm unique, so people recognize me immediately. There's like a lot of thousand coaches that I don't reckon, I don't know who she is or who he was who he was. He like they came up to me, it's like, oh my god, Candy. I saw your workout video on the social media. You are amazing. You are inspire all of us. And then there's one of the girls always tell me that, you know, there was a day that I really cannot do my workout. But when yeah. I see your video, you give me the motivation. And I was like, 
Oh my God, thank yes. you. And then I really don't know who all these people was, but they know me because the okay, way I so look. Okay, so let's stop for one second. Now, this is really important. So yeah. I met yeah. Miss Candy Lynn right before my Forbes Factor training. And the woman that you're seeing here is not the woman I met. The woman I met had a vision that there was something might have been wrong with her because growing up, people told you that. So all four of us right now on the show, and this is important if you can see us, didn't start out like this. No. But can no, you yeah. some of the insight and what were some of the problems that you had growing up that affected your mindset? You know, I am always afraid to be on public, especially the way I look, because I'm afraid that how is other people going to judge me? The eye contact, the way the whispering, I just feel so uncomfortable. So there's always like a lot of self-talk to myself first before I went into a public. Because it's not easy for me to just walk in the public and then all the eye contact is like looking at me. I know they are saying something about me. I don't know if it's good or bad, but to me, it's always bad thing. So that's why I'm always afraid and shy. But after but I then one day, one day you met this crazy woman named Forbes Riley, <laughs> and so did Shelly and a whole bunch of other people. And what changed for you? She changed my life. Okay, Miss Forbes, I love her so much. She changed my life. Oh, and Shelly, thank you for introducing me to Forbes. You are amazing, all right? So I went to Forbes Friday uh, Factor for five-day training, even though Friday, Friday is amazing. She taught me how to be myself, how to be who I am. And then don't care what other people say. You are your own unique. You are amazing. So just enjoy it and love it. And I was like, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. No, no, so, sorry, we don't say trying. Can you rephrase that? You are. I'm so, you are, you are. I am. I am. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I'm not trying. Oh, oh, excuse me. Yes, I'm not trying. I am right now. I am Miss Candy Lynn, who is a little girl, beach bucket coach, soon to be Asian entrepreneur, because Miss, Miss Wolf's writing, she taught me a lot of stuff. So I'm so happy and blessed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love that. Well, I'm excited that you, you know, you're just joining the show, but you need to meet Miss Pamela, who hi. Also, there's something wrong with her looks because she grew up just too cute and too blonde and too. <laughs> no, but I'm not. No, I'm not kidding. She was an actress like I was, where you are judged on your looks, your body, your smile, your teeth, your hair, whether you'll put out or not. That's how you get certain ages. I mean, literally stupid shit. But. You are now the owner of two major companies, 40 employees, and she is literally getting uh, this. You have a major contract coming up because of how she created and Candy. It's the mindset. It's you, I don't care what you look like on the outside. You weren't taken seriously, were you? No. And I'll tell you, you know, what's different in our stories is that I'll tell you what's the same in our stories, Candy, that okay. when I was growing up, I was self-conscious. Um, I grew up in a little tiny town in Virginia, and I really felt that other people had advantages that I didn't have. Um, my parents um, were wonderful, and I have an awesome family, and they might even see this, so hi, mom and everybody. But, you know, the truth is they, they didn't have college degrees. They didn't know how to, and now I'm a college admissions specialist. So I grew up feeling kind of less than the people in my community who had wealthy parents who went to college, who lived in bigger houses on the right side of town, and I was out in the country, and I was kind of this, I felt like this redneck kid who nobody was ever going to take seriously. Um, so it's a different, it's a different kind of self talk. I loved what you said there. The way we talk to ourselves is so important. I had to learn to really not say anything to myself other than, you know what? 
no guts, no glory. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. What's the worst that can happen in a hundred years. I'm out of here anyway. I'm going to go for it while I'm here. You know, I love that. I absolutely, and I, and I love her energy. That's why I'm hanging in her house. I have two other special guests joining us. They are both in the magazine. Our magazine was scheduled to literally launch today on the show, but my editor is having some wacko time about not doing it. Oh no. So stay tuned guys. If you want to know about the launch of Forbes living, so say hi to Pamela and Stacey, who are two very honored guests. They've been on the show. They're in the launch of the magazine. We're so excited. Um, I will unmute both of you guys. Just take a second. It seems, it's by the way, it's not a girl's magazine. It's a magazine. But right now, we've got a lot of female energy going on here today. And I love it. I am feeling empowered and energized. And we don't put down men. We embrace them. We don't compete with them. We leave them. But right now, girls go wild. Stacy, unmute for a second. Stacy launched her song on our show, and I was so thrilled about that. Tell everybody who you are and what you're up to, my girl. Hi, Forbes. How are you? Hi. So my name is Stacy Gable, and I just launched my first official single, my solo single called "Straight to Voicemail," and it's really, really <laughs> exciting. Um, it's doing really well, and I have a music video to go with it as well. It's on YouTube, so. It's, I, I actually got to debut it on your show. And it so, was spectacular so and wonderful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I just, yeah, that, such great energy. Miss Pamela, tell us what you are up to, my darling. Oh my gosh, Forbes, hello. So good to be here. I am up to Mexico. That's what I'm up to. I'm hosting a retreat in February. And so all of my energy and passion is going into that seven night all-inclusive retreat in Mexico for just extreme self-care and taking care of you. Um, it's a dream come true for me. Wow. That is, so you're going on this one? I'm hosting it. It's the first time I'm going as the host. I've been a participant, but now I put my stake in the ground and I'm the host taking amazing people with me. So yeah, super oh. exciting. How unbelievably exciting. Congratulations. Because anytime you step out to do that, there's always this, you know, bit of an uncomfortable zone. Oh, um, there's so, so much fear. So much fear. <laughs> well, no, let's change that. Not about fear. Because True. that's just a waste yeah. of energy. So much True. excitement. And excitement. I want to tell you guys, the words that, it's like the ingredients in a cake. If you put in bad ingredients, you're not going to get a great cake. The words, because somebody asked me, you know, in my world, we always talk about what do you do? And I always tell people, I don't say I'm a television host or I've done, I always say I created the greatest fitness product on the planet. And they see this. Well, sometimes I actually don't have my spin gym. I know newsflash, <laughs> but I started to say I am a TV and multimedia artist who paints pictures with words. I know I like it, right? So every word that utters to yourself and to other people creates the energy in your body, in your life and in your environment. You ever walked in, you can feel somebody's in a bad mood just by getting your energy, right? It's real. You know how I look at you guys and I know your first memories like that and how you view life. You need to put the most amazing ingredients into your recipe of your words to allow yourself to blossom beyond imagination. Okay? So as we're going to end the show today, I would like each one of you to give me, we have a lot of listeners all over the world on Facebook right now, give me one hope that you are thinking about, dreaming about, that you'd like to see out into the world, this is your chance. Stacey, let's start with you. Oh, I just hope anyone who's musical feels inspired. And if you have a song in your heart that you just have no fear and just get it out to the world. That's love my hope. It. I love that. Miss Shelley. 
I think one of the um, hopes that I have out to the world is just that, and, and this is gender neutral, men or women, is that if there's something you want to do, I hope you feel empowered to do it. Um, fear stops us from so much of what we want to do and how we want to live. And sometimes it's that being dishonest to yourself and what you really feel in your heart can really um, take a toll on you. And so I just want everybody to feel empowered, have courage and go pursue what is in your heart. Oh, I love you. We're just going to mute you because there's a lot of noise in the background. Miss Pamela. Um, sure. So my hope is that my work will reach as many students as possible across the country. Um, the way that that needs to happen is through districts. So I'll just say if, if anybody is connected to school districts, public school districts across the country, superintendents, academic officers, board of education, um, openthegate.us is our website. And I am here to uh, make a radical difference in the way colleges and careers are found by underserved students. So uh, that's my hope is that my life's work will, will bear great fruit for students. Mm, I love that, Ms. Pamela. Um, yes, my hope is that people, everyone, not just women, will really take their self-care and honor it and self-care as far as having that space and time so that they can hear what their purpose is on this planet and give themselves permission to follow it. Um, and if they need help and accountability, that they would reach out to me uh, and maybe come to Mexico. <laughs> oh, I love that. Miss yeah. Candy Lynn, what is your hope? My hope is self-love. Love yourself as always. You are the one that treat yourself good. So love yourself. If you don't love yourself, no one else is going to love you. And then be happy, be help healthy. And if you need any fitness information, please come to me. I'm always here for you guys. Oh, I love that. Let me see those guns one more time. <laughs> uh, <woo! laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. And one of my hopes is that we get to do this more often. I am hearing uh, uh, an amazing, I sit on a lot of panels now with very powerful women uh, and men, but I'm hearing conversations that I didn't hear when I was a kid. And so I hearken back to Shelly, who's got two little kids and I'm thinking, what is, what are we leaving other people? Uh, somebody just came on my show last week and said, thank you Forbes for paving the way for other women. And I didn't start out doing that, but I love doing that. So my hope is I get to continue that, stay healthy and, and prosperous for a very, very long yes. time. Okay. So now you need to share a quick little girl story with you. Uh, and this is how you manifest things. We talk about, we've got a book coming out called What Have You Forbes Lately? And it is about manifesting things, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. Raise your hand if you Forbes something. Raise your hand, literally. Come on. You Forbes something, right? Candy, what did you Forbes? Your entire career. Shelly, what did you Forbes? Stacey, you Forbes launching your, you know, your song on my show. You I did. Crazy miracles this way. So I'm getting an award. I come out to Los Angeles and the, I'm at the pre-party the night before. And they gave a list of who's going to get who's going to be at the party awards. And I just listen. I go to my Beverly Hot Springs next day. And for those of you who, have, you know, that's how I met Vivica Fox and Charlize Theron and all of come fun, famous people. It's the most low key, like you're in a swamp kind of area. It is not fancy at all. It is bizarre how uh, odd it's it is. Awesome. It's awesome. It's the best place in LA. Right. <laughs> and everybody walks around naked. So for all my men awesome. listening, kind of get a little closer and listen to that word naked because all the girls are naked downstairs. All the boys are naked upstairs. Uh, <laughs> I saw Derek Cuff there the other day. So get this. There's never a line to check in, is there? No. no. Well, there is today. I get up there and there's a woman standing next to me in front of me. She's very pretty. And I said, um, uh, oh my God, I looked at her and I thought, you're going to a party tomorrow night, aren't you? And she's like, 
yes, I am, in a British accent. I said, you're Kelly LeBrock. Now, if you are a child of the 80s, like my fiance is, you know that Weird Science was like the hit movie, right? And yeah. Kelly was this massive sex symbol. And we become friends. And yes, we did end up sitting naked for about two hours together <laughs> and then going to the party that night. My picture are all over Facebook. But that's not a story you get to, you know, you get to share very often. So I'm always wanting to get you guys crazed. And that's one of my favorite stories. So there you go. That's one of my LA stories. I'm going to bring on somebody pretty amazing. We've been waiting all day for her to show up. She's in my TV studio right now where I am not. Ladies and gentlemen, we give a big round of applause to Ms. Ursula May and Daphne. Yo, yo, I'm going to unmute you guys. Hang on. Don't because you guys need to be here. This is the party of the century. If you're not here, man, you're in the wrong place. Shelly, I'm going to unmute you too. All right. So Ursula and Daphne. Hi, Hello. ladies. Hi, How are you? All right. So here's the cool thing. You guys can do something that I can't do right now. You can actually kind of give a little tour of the studio. But they're right outside the same feet right now because two things are happening. Daphne is helping me launch the magazine of magazines called Forbes Living. And Ursula is going to do the ribbon cutting and opening of our formal studio in St. Pete. It's 5,000 square feet. I've done a talk show there, but we never had a formal opening. So Ursula, let me give it over to you first. Tell everybody who you are and what you're up to. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm a reality TV star from the TLC channel. I do a lot of events here in Tampa Bay, St. Pete, and I love to empower women and things that enhance the community. So when Forbes asked me to team up with her to open her studio here to the world, I just, I, I'm so excited to do this and to put it on the map for all the people in our community. And we have a lot of fun projects going on, so we're really excited. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and Miss Daphne, talk to me. Hi there. So uh, we have Forbes Living Magazine. Uh, the issue is up. Uh, Forbes, you can give everyone uh, the link to it. Um, it has been a labor of love for several years. Uh, and uh, we are so grateful for the sponsors that have come on board to join us in the launch. All right, so you guys... Um, we have little technical difficulties. Uh, we're going to do a special read blog. We're going to talk about this all next week. I may post it on the magazine, which, you know, that might be fine, right? I was so excited to do it right here with all my girlfriends ready to go. And who knows? All right. So we have about uh, four minutes left to the show. Um, Kelly, give you uh, one word of inspiration to everybody watching. Oh, an So. Not one word. Give me one sentence. I need you to listen <laughs> to our entire show. They're excited about women and change and growth, but what's one thing they can be thinking about all week? Just go out there and F and do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, twins. Shelly and I, tomorrow night, join me on Facebook. Yes, I want to be part of this crazy podcast called Wake the F Up. Love your girlfriend. What's one sentence? Go. Don't be afraid to be a lifelong learner. The more you learn, the more you know, the more you can help. I love that. Stacy. I'm hoping we can hear you. Go for it. One sentence. Hi. Uh, if anyone's bothering you, send them straight to voicemail. Love <laughs> <laughs> you. Miss Pamela, go for it. Um, give yourself permission to take care of you because self-care isn't selfish. It's essential. Oh, I love you for that. And Miss Candy Lynn, I'm unmuting you. Give me one quick inspirational Actually, I can't see that. Yeah, one quick inspirational sentence for everybody this week. 
You are amazing. Love it and enjoy it. Oh, I love you guys. All right. So my little inspiration is stay connected because the truth is that you can go fast by yourself, but you can go far with an amazing team. And so to create your dream team of personal supporters, professional supporters, and just give more than you get and you'll get more than you ever imagined you would ever do that. So to my crew, um, I still may have a minute left. Uh, is that true, my guys? Hey, Joshua, come in here for a sec. Oh, I've got two minutes to close. I got two minutes. Minute. Well, I know. Isn't that crazy? Now I've got all this for two minutes. Uh, yeah, ask me a question. Anything. <laughs> Forbes, uh, I want to know where your life is going because you've lived an incredible life. Will you tell okay. us, uh, Forbes, five years and 10 years from now? I want a five-year and a 10-year. What is going on with this life? It's incredible. So, so it's interesting. I've never done that five-year projection because I could never have imagined that I would be here from last year. So that makes me a little nervous. And then if I put ages to those numbers, no. you and I are both, that's a pretty no, good no, number. No, 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 no. So my hope is that there's no nursing home involved, um, <laughs> that I'm still rocking a bikini, that my kids, let's see, 10 years, they I could be a grandma, maybe, I don't know, um, that I witness, you know what, that I witness the seeds that I've planted my entire life come to fruition. I see people like Candy, like Shelly, like Stacy, like Josh, like my babies become the people that I have envisioned for them living these full, happy, amazing, productive lives. I personally suffered way too much. And, you know, I'm coming to the very end of the close. And if you're within the sound of my voice, you need to hear this. If you are alone, if you think that life is just beating you up, if you got a bill in the mail that you can't pay, if you just, before you do anything, reach out and talk to somebody positive. There is a solution out of, out of almost everything. The only thing there's no solution for is 20 minutes after they've said somebody's dead. Prior to that, if you fight for it, fight for your happiness, fight to make a difference and fight to enjoy the only life that I think you're going to get, at least for now, and just live it to its fullest. So you die with no regrets mm. at the moment. I don't have a lot of regrets at all. And you only regret, honestly, the shots that you don't take. So like Pamela said, like Candy said, be brave, be courageous, deal with fear, suck it up, enjoy it and go for it. And don't let the perfect ruin the good. My name is Forbes Riley. You listen to Forbes Factor. We talk about health wealth and happiness. You guys make me happier than you would ever imagine. I'll see you again next week. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.